What is going on? We are on the Youth Podcast, bringing the energy today. This is the first ever episode, but we're super excited because we're starting something brand new with our church, with our youth group. Uh, but I want to introduce ourselves first before we get into anything else. My name is Josh Forsberg, and my buddy here... Juan Rios Jr. Mr. Juan Rios Jr. So you might have seen us. Maybe you don't have never seen us before, and you're joining us on the podcast for the very first time. We're so glad that you're watching. Maybe you're listening, but we're excited for this, Ron, right? We are. This has been something we've been talking about for quite a while now. We've been talking about it for a while, and you've been begging me to do yep. it. And I finally just realized, you know what? We need to do it. We need it's to. Do a, it. It's a missed opportunity if it we is. don't. And so we're doing it. We're here. We're live. We got questions. We got uh, a time that we're going to just so. But we want to share, first off, uh, kind of how this came to be, because this is the first episode, and we're hoping we're going to do it for a very long time. Maybe we won't. I don't know. The Lord is going to lead us in this. And so we're excited. But how this came to be is basically just uh, this next year, we want to push as much content. That's what I keep saying to, yeah. to you, to my leaders, is that we want to put information and guidance and wisdom and spiritual direction into the hands of our students, because that's what they need right now, right? That's what they need is direction. So not to put you on the spot, what put you're saying is that as long as the questions keep coming, the podcast will keep, keep going. going. It, okay. It, it, if we can keep it going it and people are watching and people are listening, we will keep going. You heard it and here. if the questions keep coming in. So basically going off with the questions is we have a whole bunch of questions. We, we asked our students, our youth group, uh, just to send us questions, to give us questions uh, of just qu things they want to know. I we literally were 50 questions. Yeah, like coming. 50. I wanted to know anything. It could have been about random stuff. It could have been about Jesus. It could have been about church, anything. Uh, and we had some questions about anything. anything. And we had some questions about Jesus. And we had some real uh, vulnerable questions about things that people went through. And so we're going to answer them, not all in this first episode, because we're going to keep. Some stuff was about anything anything he's not kidding when he says anything but we're gonna try to keep it short these episodes are not gonna be very long uh if, just for you to be able to listen to it and get something out of it and so we have a few questions here we're gonna answer them uh to the best of our abilities but if you ever have a question like maybe you're watching this right now and you're a youth student anywhere in the world or maybe you're an adult watching this right now i know this is for anybody but it's specifically yeah, we're yeah, targeting yeah. our youth students but maybe you have a question we encourage you follow us on instagram it's at riverside underscore 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 youth he doesn't like that but i don't care uh follow us on there dm us some questions uh but we want to answer them and we're going to try to answer them as soon as we can but like he said we had over 50 questions that yeah. we recently just got and we're only probably going to hit like three today it's maybe something, this is something y'all that would take the time to like pray over and stuff like yeah. that and praying for you guys because we know that it could be uncomfortable to just ask that question yeah like hey how do i talk about sex in the church or is it okay to ask about you know masturbation or anything like that like we're, we're taking questions from like how did god start mm-hmm creation yeah anything and everything everything everything's on the table and honestly that's scary because it we is. don't we don't know everything right we don't have the answers to everything uh but that's why we're just allowing the holy spirit i think to lead us in this moment and and through this podcast through the episodes that we have and so let's get into it because right. i don't want to run out of time i want to i want to dive into Absolutely. some questions and we're going to start with something funny and you wanted to this question for you so we're gonna i'm gonna ask you this question this All is right. for you and somebody asked us, does God like cheese? Take does it God away, Mr. Like Juan Rios. Listen, I think God loves cheese for several reasons. For one, he created the cow that makes the milk, that makes the cheese. Yeah, that's good. Right? That's, that's, that's good. the easiest. That's, like, that's good. That's like the basic. Like, mm. Now, let's go a little deeper than that, Let's though. do it. Let's do it. If he didn't like cheese... Why did he make it holy? Mm. Swiss cheese has Swiss to be his cheese favorite. It's his favorite. Holy. It's holy. I mean, it's think the holy about cheese. that. It's the cheese that's of your, cheese. That's your favorite dad joke, isn't that's it? it? I, I don't like, I don't like 
Father, forgive me for my sins. <laughs> I don't like. <laughs> you don't like it. I don't like Swiss cheese. You don't like Swiss cheese. No, but I Neither do. Like do I, so it's okay. I'm only in a very castle in my area of the woods. Castle. 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 So God does like cheese. Yeah, oh, he loves cheese. Yeah, I mean, he he, created... he made us cheesy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, he you made know, you like, cheesy with the dad cheesy, joke, so that's so all that matters. Not? But God does like cheese, you know, because he, he created it. God created everything. Absolutely. So we're, we're, that's the fun question. We're going to get the fun questions out of the way. But <laughs> uh, all right, let's dive into the second question. And, and here we're going to probably go a little longer on some of these questions. But uh, this was a question that one of our students asked us. And we didn't have names. We, we don't want to call people out. But will God love me uh, no matter what? Or will he get too tired uh, of my mistakes and stop loving me? And so this is a real uh, deep question. Yeah. And, and it sounds a lot weirder when you read it out because it plays out so different in yeah. my head mm-hmm. than when I read it for myself. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It's a it's an interesting. It's a two part question, so let's take it that it way. It is a two part question. So, will God love me no matter what? Let's Absolutely. just go with the let's just go with the bigger one. And the answer is Absolutely. yes, unconditionally. There's nothing you can do that would ever cause God to stop loving you. Yeah. Outside of like surrendering your relationship, mm-hmm. like you would literally have to like. Lord, I, I renounce my my salvation. Yeah, my the Holy Ghost. Like I just renounce you. Period. Mm-hmm. And I definitely don't recommend that. <laughs> don't definitely don't do that. <laughs> Parental segments advice. No, <laughs> but please don't do that. All right. Yeah. But there's absolutely no sin. There is nothing that we can do that would hurt God or cause Him to stop loving us, pursuing us, being there for us. Because yeah. His grace and mercy is way, way better than our commitment and our chase for him. Mm-hmm. He has more grace and mercy for us than we do for ourselves yeah. sometimes. I mean, God loves us. No like matter you what. said, no matter what. Unconditionally. Like literally no matter what. And But that doesn't give us free reign to do whatever we want. Exactly. And I think people mistake that often. They think, oh, if God loves me no matter what, and he's going to forgive me no matter what, then I can just do whatever I want. And that's not the case. Well, and that's where the fine line of accountability comes in. Exactly. Because if you didn't know it was wrong... Mm-hmm. Now that you're aware of it, yep. not this question, you know, like the person that asked this question or the person that's listening to this question, now you're accountable to the answer. Yeah. So yeah. now that you have heard the truth, yeah. what you do with it, now you will be accountable for mm-hmm. That's a weird thing about pursuing God because mm-hmm. you're like, I want to get to know more. Yeah. But then the more you learn, the more responsible you have yeah. to be for what yeah. you get because then you're accountable for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting because I was just thinking like, well, God loved me no matter what. And and obviously we're talking about the answer is yes. But I think um, it's interesting that no matter what we do, like literally no matter what it is that we do, he's going to show up and give us grace through those situations. And get us through it. And get us through it. Like literally no matter what. And I think that's the beauty of of having a relationship with Jesus because he's going to give us grace he's going to love us through situations. Cause I'm sure the person that's walking through this, they're, they're like, well, what if I do this? And will God love me? Cause in the back half, we can get to the second half of this question is, will he get too tired uh, of my mistake? So obviously there's a mistake that this person has gone through that they're like, but does God love me through this mistake or will he stop loving me? Right. And I think so often as humans, we think if I do this, God's going to stop loving me. If I go through this, uh, if I make this mistake, God's going to stop loving me and he's not going to want to be with me, which is the exact opposite than what the truth is. Because oh, no matter what, God is going to love us through those situations. He's not going to stop loving you. He's actually going to probably love you even more, but he loves you. I, I think I heard this somewhere else. God loves us too much to keep us where we're at. You know what I mean? 
Like he doesn't want us to stay. Absolutely. Like, and that's he's why one he wants Even to move. If we don't want to move, he's gonna move. Exactly. Us. And one of my favorite sayings is, uh, "I want to be better than who I was yesterday." Because I made a mistake that. yesterday. I probably did something wrong yesterday, but I don't want to do – it's like what you said. I don't want to do the same thing. I'm accountable now for my mistakes of yesterday. Yep. What did I do yesterday? I don't want to do that again, and so I want to keep going forward. But that's the thing about the love of God is that he loves us too much to keep us where we are at. Well, if you think about it, like GPS, right? We consider that a, a global positioning system, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, if you look at it, it could also be God's positioning system. Yeah, yeah. And no matter what, he's going to get you to that end mark. Yeah. You have the free will to like travel whatever roads you want. Yep. You can make it as hard as you want. Yep. You can make it as simple as you yep. want. Or you could just, you know, but he will put obstacles, good or bad or mm-hmm. easy or hard, to get you to where he knows he has called you to be. Right. And I truly believe that. I yeah. mean, I, I believe that we've all fallen short of the glory of mm-hmm. God. None of us are perfect. Nope. All of us sin. Mm-hmm. I mean, and if you don't sin, guess what? You're sinning. Yeah, that's the sin right I mean, there, basically. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, if you, if you don't sin, I mean, you're sinning. We were born into sin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, I definitely, I, I know for a fact, um, for one, the words are so, but I know for a fact that, like, God has loved me through times yeah. that, like, I definitely didn't deserve it. Right. At times that I had been like, I'm leaving the church and I'm going back to mm-hmm. what I used to do because I didn't want anything else to do with it. Yeah. Because of where I was. Yeah. And God sustained me and was there for me mm-hmm. and sent, I mean, people to redirect me that like I wouldn't even be able to explain. Yeah. Well, I think we can use our own personal stories because as you were saying that, it made me think of my life and I wasn't, I mean, I've always called myself a Christian, but I've shared before that I I wasn't acting as a Christ follower, as a Jesus follower. And one of the things that um, I think back onto my life is when I wasn't following Jesus, like I wasn't reading my Bible every day. I wasn't praying every day. I wasn't going to church every day or every Sunday, every Wednesday. Um, I look back at those moments in my life and I'm like, man, God was always just right there though. Like always right there. Like in the details, like back then I didn't realize it. Back then I was like, God's not here. Like, oh my gosh, I'm suffering here. I'm suffering here. This is hard. This is hard. But then as I'm 24 now, going to be 25 this year, and I look back to when I was 15, 16, 17, I'm like, Yeah, playback's no joke. Yeah, I'm like, man, (laughs) God was... God was in that. Like God provided for me. God gave me the financial stability to to buy the things I wanted as a teenager when I was seventeen. God gave me a car. He gave me money, job. Like He gave me, and those are all just material things. But right, He right. gave me all that, and most importantly, gave me protection. I shared uh, this past Sunday with our students the story of just how God didn't allow me to go to that high school where four thousand kids were that I could have gotten into drugs and alcohol and sex and all that stuff. And he protected me from that. Yeah. Like, and that's the love of God right there. That's him showing grace to me. That's him being with us. And so no matter what, I mean, in this question, we're going way deeper than no, this okay. question, that's but it's right. good because it I think that's what it's just God's love is that he wants to protect us. But the question we have to ask ourselves is, do we want that protection? Because often we're just like, I don't want God. Like, right. man, I can do it myself. But no, like back then I knew of God. But I wasn't allowing myself to allow him to really just like invade my life. But, but he was still it, by there. By doing it yourself, though, if you think about it, though, that in itself is a sin because yeah. you're creating yourself as mm-hmm. a little G God. Yeah, you're creating yourself you know as I mean? like better than it, God. I, I, yeah, I could do it. I don't need God. Yeah, like, but then you're opening yourself up to failures because without God and without his love in our life, we're just going to fail. Absolutely. You will find mistake after mistake after mistake and, and do things that you regret. And God's love is better than 
Anything. 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 So what's the second Anything. part of that question? Well, it's just the the second part is basically, will God get tired and stop loving us? And I think we we went into that yeah. a little bit, but it's just God loves. That's just the love love for I think us on a human standpoint is just love for us is like a husband wife like that's that's love right there like i I love my wife but with god it goes so much deeper so much deeper because i think for us as humans if you were to run my wife over with a car and do it on purpose you ain't gonna forgive me i ain't gonna forgive you bro like we will not do this podcast anymore (laughs) justin lane behind the camera will be doing it with me like you will not be here like Like, i'll be done with you like i would be done i would not love you yeah i'll probably might come after you exactly but the thing that's different is if you did that to jesus (laughs) like let's just be real they did they crucified him they did things to him they tortured they tried to arrest him like so many times in the bible i noticed just recently like the times here he was preaching and speaking the gospel and he like got away from their hands because they were about to they were about to arrest him and kill him but like if you were to do that to to my family my wife i would not be able to love you but the thing about jesus is is that he's gonna love you no matter what even with that like he is going to despite what you did he will love you in spite of all of that. Yep. And that is the deepest love that can ever happen to the, and, and if we were talking about love, let's go even deeper than that. What did he do for us? He died for us. He sent his only begotten son. I mean, and that's John the love right there. That was a second question too. Was yeah. John three sixteen? is it the most important verse of the Bible and why? Yeah. No, it's not. No. It's, it's, it's used in sports arenas and stuff like that because of some athletes have used it and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, the most important verse of the Bible for me is the one that hits me enough to change or to act upon that yeah. verse. Yeah. And it changes. I mean, time and time again, it changes. Um, so, no, I would say that there's not one verse more important than the other. I think that the important verse is the one that you Means take the most and apply to you. to your life yeah. and, and actually go out and do something mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, knowing something, like, you know, they say, oh, knowledge is power. And I'm like, knowledge without application is pointless. Mm-hmm. That's good. So, I mean, you can know everything you need to know mm-hmm. about brain surgery, mm-hmm. but if you don't go to a hospital to work as a brain surgeon, it doesn't it's matter. It's pointless. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You're not a brain surgeon if you're not working on somebody's exactly. brain. Exactly. Like, so, like, you know, what verses, the most important verse is the one that you're living out. Yeah. The one that you're walking with, the one that mm-hmm. gets you up out of bed. And that could be a different verse every single day. day. Absolutely. It doesn't even have to be the same verse nope. for the rest of your life. It can be something it can different daily. every single day. Yeah. But. I think that is the beauty of, like we said, we're going back to John three sixteen, and he died for us, for God so loved the world that he gave his only forgotten son, begotten son, that whoever believed in him shall not perish but have eternal life. But he gave his son. Yeah, he gave. Like, that would he you? Might. Would Look, you? He gave his son that he might have a relationship with us. Yeah, true. Yeah. That we might come because it's our choice through Jesus. Right. So it's like a, he sacrificed his son and mm-hmm. built that bridge mm-hmm. that we might choose to come across it. Right. He didn't say that you will come. Right. I'm gonna give my son. And have you as mm-hmm. no? Yeah. He said, "I'm going to sacrifice my son because I love you so right. much that yep. I want to lay out an opportunity for you to be able to cross that bridge and have relationship." Yeah. And I love what you just said, opportunity. An opportunity. An opportunity. That's because all it is. People think they're forced to. No. They people think a, are they're forced. That students think they're, they're their parents are dragging them to the church. It's crammed down their throat. We're throwing a Bible at them, and they're forced. But it's. A, an opportunity. It is. God is giving us an opportunity to be in a relationship with a perfect human because Jesus was human yep. and to have a relationship with him and be loved by him because his love is so deep. And I think 
that's the crazy part that it's probably hard to like wrap our brain around because we're not forced to do anything. We're not at all. You know, God has given us free will. I talk about free will all the time, like free will. Like you don't even have to watch this, but the fact that people are watching this or listening to this right now, that's your choice. Exactly. Like I didn't for we didn't force them to watch nope. this. I'm we not. We just presented I, yeah, it as an opportunity to grow. We're throwing it out there. But the fact that people choose to do it and have a relationship with Jesus, your life could be changed by that. And forever. these questions, the thing I love about these questions is that somebody might be too afraid to ask for themselves for help. Mm-hmm. Or somebody might need to know the answer and not have the, the answer or not even know that they need that answer. And by us doing these questions, the thing that I love about it is that it's like building blocks. And eventually the right person is going to hear the right message at yeah. the right time. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the, I pray to God that that's a turning moment in their mm-hmm. life that says, man, I remember when I was just scrolling through and I found this mm-hmm. and they were talking about yeah. the exact thing I needed to hear. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and that's why we're doing this. We're not yeah. doing it so that we could have, you know, fame or IG or wow. that's YouTube the last or reason. Hulu or Yahoo, yeah. <laughs> whatever. I don't know. Special on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Presenting, <laughs> presenting Juan and Josh, Netflix special. Anyway. No, so do we have another one? Yeah, we got another one. We'll we'll hit this one up. We got a few minutes left here, but um, this one I think we're kind of already talking about it, but I think this is a really good one for students just in general. Is just how can I fully commit to Jesus, and how how can I fully commit to having a relationship with Him? So whoever tells you that salvation is free and all you have to do is pray this prayer. Is a liar. They're lying to you, dog. Because it is going to cost you everything you have to have a relationship with mm-hmm. Jesus. Like, mm-hmm. to call yourself a Christian, that's fine. That, that'll that get you there. Mm-hmm. And that opens up a huge opportunity again. But, like, you have to be willing. If you want to have an intimate, deep, solid relationship with God, mm-hmm. you have to be able to put in the work. Yeah, It's kind of like saying, I want to be a bodybuilder. But I want to eat what I want. I want to sleep when I want to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I'll work out whenever I want to. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be a bodybuilder, dog. Because if no. you want to be a bodybuilder, you're, in the gym. you're going to be in the gym 8 All to 10 time. hours a day. Yep. No days off. Mm-hmm. You're going to be eating rice, chicken, whatever it is that they eat. Obviously, I'm not your boy there. <laughs> but <laughs> if uh, you know, if that's what you want, though, you have to make that that commitment right. to, to show up and show out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's what we try to do on Wednesdays and Sundays. Mm-hmm. We try to present opportunities mm-hmm. where these guys, you you know, the youth could come in mm-hmm. and get their spiritual build on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you want to have a relationship with Jesus, it's going to cost you everything. Yeah. It's gonna, it might cost you friends. Mm-hmm. It might cost you some family. But it's for your good. Oh, it's, it's, because it's the friends, the, the friends, ever have. the friends and the family that you might lose. God's pro- going to replace. God's going to replace them with friends that are better. Better better for you that are healthier for you because i think the friends that you choose to hang out with now are probably not like the friends that i was hanging out with when i before i was really committed and fully uh focused on jesus were not the friends that i should have been hanging out with because they were doing all the things that i shouldn't have been doing but when i did enter into a relationship with jesus those friends changed and they were better friends they showed me more and so when we commit fully to god he's going to he's just going to radically change our life, you know? And I like what you, at the, you said at the beginning, like we can call it like we at church, you can do those salvation things. Yeah, sure. You got saved. Yeah. That, 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 you can do start. that. That's a start, but that's not where it finishes. And I think a lot of times people think, well, I was at church this past Sunday and uh, the pastor was up there and he, he said, all you have to do is pray this prayer and you're good. 
so I'm, I'm good, right? I'm going to heaven. Well, no, because you can't just keep living the same life that you're living. Like, once you say accept that prayer, now it's time to put in some work. Like you said, right. it's time to go to the gym. It's yeah. time to start working. And, and I love using the – we have a lot of athletes in our youth group, and I love using those analogies because, like, those athletes, they practice – every single day if you're football man you're practicing over the summer then you're practicing throughout the school year you're if you're basketball you're day. hitting the gym basketball hitting the gym you're in the basketball course you're putting in the work you're running laps and that's how you get better but but if you didn't when was do the last any, time they picked up a bible and read a couple of verses and put them to work exactly and that's where i'm going with this <laughs> is because then people they they pray that salvation prayer but then they're like my life hasn't changed right my life isn't getting better well, then that's the Your question. Your habits haven't that, changed either. That's why I want to ask is, okay, well, if you want to commit fully to God, then you need to ask yourself, okay, am I even reading my Bible? Now, you don't have to start reading it every single day for six hours. And that's not what we're saying. Like, we're talking right, about right. gyms. You don't need to do that. But are you picking up your Bible maybe looking at a verse for five minutes? Right. And, and or, applying it to that And day. applying it. Hey, this verse says, I need to, to love my neighbor. All right? Love your neighbor means love anybody that you come across. All right? That's what that verse means. So now that's the verse that you look at for that day, but then you go to the grocery store and you're cussing out the clerk that's checking you out because she made right. a mistake. Right. Well, you're not loving your neighbor, and now you're not trying to, to fully commit to God because God says love your neighbor. One, you could have probably robbed yourself of a blessing because that clerk needed to hear a, mm -hmm. hey, I hope you have a good day from yeah. you. Yeah, she probably needed and something. And it's not what you gave her as a Christian. Exactly. So, so that's I mean, what it takes to fully yeah. commit is – is, is start putting in those small little practices. Like when you're working out, you put, you're put you not going to go lift 500 pounds right away. No, absolutely not. But you're, you're going to start with maybe five pounds. Five pounds. You're going to add 15, yeah. then you're going to add 20, and then you're going to add 30. You start by reading your Bible for five minutes. Then maybe the next day you're like, okay, I'm going to go 15. Yeah. All right, then the next day I'm going to go 20. And, and it's not to read it to read it. It's to read no. it with a desire to learn it. Because right. once you start learning it, like I said before, you know, I mean, a brain surgeon has to go to school mm -hmm. so many years yeah. to be able to be able to perform in a competent level. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like just reading through the Bible, like, Hey, I'm going to read my Bible. Um, this year, I'm going to go through the whole Bible. Okay. Well, that's great. Yeah. But what are you going to do with the things you're learning? Right. And once you start learning more about it, I mean, like I'm a car guy. If yeah. anybody knows me, I'm a car guy. Yeah, yeah. So the new cars that are coming out, I'm pretty up on Like I know what's coming out, what mm -hmm. the price points are. Because that's what I love. So right. that's what I research. That's what I go after. Mm -hmm. When you fall in love with Jesus to the point where Pastor Rachel said it the best, like, I love to read the Bible because I love to have a deeper relationship with God. Yeah, that's good. And, and that's just, when we say read your Bible, we're not saying, like, just read it like it's a newspaper and be like, oh, man, uh, yeah, okay, I ran through this. Okay, mm -hmm. no problem. I, I did it. Like, it's not a, it's not a chore. Right. Um, it's an opportunity for you to learn mm -hmm. about the things that God has for you mm -hmm. and how to navigate life. Yeah. What I've always heard and what we've always preached is that the Bible is a blueprint for your life. Yeah. So if you don't like your life, you don't like maybe the choices you're making, you don't like maybe the things you're saying, the people you're hanging out with, read your Bible then. How did because David get through this? How did Joel get through this? Yes, how did how this did, person get through it? Everything, like, that's a scripture verse. You, I don't know exactly what, how it says it or where it's at, but like you are not the only one that is battling what you're battling. Absolutely. Somebody right now present in this world is battling, but then also too, somebody in the Bible has gone through what you've already gone through. Right. And that's an opportunity to look back and go like what you just said. How did David get through this? How did Joel and Solomon and all these people get through these different uh, problems in life? 
well, how do we figure that out? We read the Bible. Well, and it and also we says it. that a, a wise man and a foolish man, the only difference is, is that the wise man learned what not to do from mm -hmm. somebody else yeah. than just trying to do it himself over and over and mm -hmm. over again. That's good. So like, if you look at that, it's, it's great wisdom yeah. for you to learn from other people's battles and mistakes. Yeah. And you still have to apply like acts. I think our lives is like a continuance of acts. Mm -hmm. Like it could be like, that's your chapter. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? In the Bible, like this is what God gave you. This is what you did. This is what mm -hmm. you, you know, that could be your own, book to God like yeah. Lord I gave you my life and this is how I lived it for you yeah, yeah. you know like I had a, a friend of mine he had a, a model that said you died for me so I'll live for you Yeah. and I just thought that was so deep coming from such a young guy I mean he was 16 years old when mm, I met him wow. and he was like you know what I'm going to live for Jesus because he died for me Yeah, yeah. and I was like man if we could just have that simple we think that we have to be knowledgeable on everything of the right. Bible before we could consider ourselves a Christian yeah. versus like realizing that and taking baby steps, like babies don't just get up and run. No. I mean, they crawl, they roll, yeah. they crawl. Like, you know what I mean? There's a process that it takes comes time. to it. And it's no different when you're walking mm -hmm. with Christ. It mm -hmm. takes time. Because it's, so it's a lifelong thing. Yeah, don't be afraid of you messing the rest up. Don't of be afraid your of life. Get up and to do it figure again. Figure it out, you know. Like with when it comes to athletes and sports, you there's a time where you're gonna retire, and then you have the rest of your life. And what are you gonna do after that? Right. But I think when it comes to a relationship with Jesus, you have the rest of your life. And yeah, so, forever. One thing I want to add, and because this is specifically for students, for I want to ask you this, and then I'll answer it, and then we're gonna wrap this up. All right. What uh, what books as a new believer, maybe a Christian, or maybe you're overwhelmed with the Bible, what would you recommend that they start reading? You know, they say the Gospels, mm -hmm. and and I agree with that 100%. I, I personally, um, John um, is a great book for me to go through when I'm, I'm really going through, and then when I want to really see, like, God moving, mm -hmm. Acts is a great Bible, yeah. you know, a good book to read. Yeah. But I would say start with, like, John, Luke, Mark, mm -hmm. um, you know, and just really get a good understanding of God. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, it's so easy these days. Before we didn't have this technology. Yeah. If you're going through depression, you could simply put in there depression in the Bible, yeah. and it'll give you a ton of verses that yeah. you could read out for yourself and look at and study. Mm -hmm. um, nowadays, you could, I mean, there's just so much information out there. Um, be careful who you get your information from. Make sure that they're living the life that they're preaching yeah. um, because there is a lot out there that could also be. Um, hurtful to us spiritually mm -hmm. instead of motivational you know what yeah. i mean that's good and i think what i would say for the last one is a proverb today proverb a day there's like that's 30 i think there's 31 yep, 30. you could literally and they're short they're literally not that long and so uh yeah. but yeah so those are some of the things but this was a first kickoff to the podcast i hope the you guys enjoyed podcast. it i hope you all enjoy it and i gotta say it make sure you like and subscribe and keep the questions coming. Keep the questions coming and follow along. But we love you. We'll see you the next time. And we hope you have a great week.